0: The same as a chap that'll leave a Snapchat, your beaver or leave. Yeah, we die can't stop the clock ticking so can't play. Cause my, cock's ticking, my got
1: hi to him... um, welcome to a another episode of in the horse's mouth you are in the horse's mouth with John Teague it's coming from the horse's mouth it's in the horse's mouth whatever you know it's just it's coming from the source um, so Look, those beats, that was that's the rubber bones. That's the rubber bones. The album is Monkey Skills. Um, and that is Nick Farnell and Braden Valance, and those dudes are so fucking great. They let me use their album for my podcast and uh just so nice of them. So thanks. Shout out to the boys, yeah. Um now I picked that song Live Forever because it, it's kind of it's poignant for um, um the chat I had yesterday with Craig Garrard, aka Boots, El Buteruni, the Boutros, El Boutros. Um Boots had a shakedown like a year ago, a bit over. And it's something that most people don't get through. Um you know, like it's it's pretty serious. I'm not gonna elaborate on about it too much, it's just because he he talks about it in de- detail in this chat just now. But it really has stirred since i heard of what happened to boots you know i've known boots for now i've seen about it for about 20 years and i've known of him for even longer i've known of him for well past that in my early teens uh i was friends with a girl who was dating boots back then and i was learning to surf and boots was shredding and she was dating this dude who, and she had photos of this guy and he was shredding and i was just like who is this guy um, and uh, yeah you know and it was years later that I met him and uh, we became friends and look he's just such a nice guy and, and I really appreciate Boots for letting me come around and him sharing his story with me yesterday and it's made me think how precious this all is not that I don't think about this stuff quite a bit I probably just think about too much it's a form of procrastination I suppose <laughs> um, but It is, you know. I was waffling on uh, not long ago about a speeding fine I got and it freaked me out and what the fuck is this system so above society. But when you hear a story like what Boots is about to elaborate on, it just brings you back to what's important, you know. You know, the things that we worry about and obsess over and just shit, most of it, you know. Just trying to keep a clear perspective on... uh, uh, on, on, on this life like you know and i think there's more to it than meets the eye and um and i don't think that we're we're, we're really programmed to want certainly not on television and social media to think deeper than what you're gonna next post is you know like fuck i'll shut up i'll go on about that one for a long time but uh anyway look thanks so much whoever you are listening for this I uh, really appreciate it wherever you are you know in your car i I could go on that could be like where where how long's a piece of string where how who is listening to this? I don't know, but if you are, thank you, and I really appreciate it so um without further ado, here is, cool? is the magic of the boots Put it in your
0: hand and wish yourself luck. now you're gonna need a dip you're gonna
1: rise all the way up to the holy flu sky tube nice. meet your makeup that's all they say, but who's making who in this day? does a man make the dollar? uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Want to just get into it? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Your life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about that Bali incident, I reckon.
1: The what incident? The Bali incident. You mean the new planet that was found <laughs> <laughs> yesterday?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty trippy.
1: That is pretty trippy. I mean, everything's got to be pretty trippy with a new perspective on life.
0: It is. Well, you don't think about another world, do
1: you? I don't know. I do a lot.
0: Yeah, dude. I love Most that. crew wouldn't know. Love sticking. I don't around. reckon that that news came up on the TV and people wouldn't even people wouldn't even blink an eyelid. They'd be still worried about the Kardashians or some crap. Twitter, so, Instagram. It's so not ill. It's so is ill. I mean. So do you think? All right, I want to ask you this. Do you think <laughs> you're going to at me with this thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think that we are connected to these planets, or somehow through the universe through quantum physics? <laughs>
0: I don't know. That was that. That was actually a question I kind of asked myself last night. But it's pretty deep. But if, like, if, if you think you're going to die, and then like, it's pretty pretty freaky to think that maybe nothing happens. It's super scary to think mm. nothing happens. Because as we, as I know now, being very close to the edge.
1: Well, hold on. Let's back up. Well, About <laughs> twelve go, months ago. Let's, let's go into that. Let's go back to. What was happening for you before you went to Bali 12 months ago? Oh, it was just
0: crazy work schedule, blah, blah, blah. You know, four dudes on, like vehicles, importing, this business was going crazy. And then we'll just had our annual Bali holiday because we got the ranch over there.
1: Now, we, I remember seeing you before because I just got back and I saw you at Bells, remember? I was paddling out and you were coming in.
0: Not really, but... <laughs> I remember. Do you?
1: Yeah, and you were like... you. Do I have a headache? No, nah, you didn't have a headache, but you were... Uh, I could tell that you were stressed.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um. Yeah, I was stressed, for sure. I was stressed. But I didn't have headaches or anything like that. And then I was just so glad to get away. But I'd actually... I'd actually um, wound down the whole business because I was just over it. And... um. And the, the last fella <coughs> who's going to come around here today, he was the last employee. He was going to WA and then I was finally free. And then we went there and first day, or second day, we were there playing in the pool and done the shopping and the, everyone was happy. And then I was like, well, I'm going surfing because the swell was going to be big the next day. Yeah. And then... Um, I was trying to get my my shortboards are up in this storage unit and um, not at the house. well, I- in the house compound, but there's like another storage kind of room yeah. and um, it gets real hot in there and maybe the weather gets in there a bit more and the zips were all frozen on the coffin bag. so I had all my shortboards in there I had like five shortboards in there and I was tripping because like the waves were pumping and I was just like the wife was on the case and I was just like, I've got to get out there. And then I couldn't get the bloody zip open. And um, so I'll Chrissy just was on your case because she wanted you to go surfing. Well, it was kind of starting to get late in the AVO. Yeah. And then we'd we'd been swimming and everything in the <clears throat> in the pool, and then she wanted to go out for dinner or whatever. And I didn't want to stretch the surf out too long because, you know, family keep keep it all happy days. Yeah. And um, and then so when I bugger it, I'll I'll just grab this board in the corner of the room and grab my seven three matt hoy single fin the six channel Sweet. yeah his old man brian shaped it and um and so luckily that was kind of a godsend because that probably nearly saved my life that board um what, how come um well it floated me because i'm to pause and and yeah, deal with this dude yeah
1: All right, Boots is back. So let's just say that you. All right, you went to Bali. Uh-huh. You shut down shop. Yep. Uh, you weren't stoked with shop.
0: I just, it was just, it just sort of ran its life. I think its life cycle, and I was just like, I got to do something else.
1: Yeah. So you are at Bali. Mm-hmm. You grab the seven
0: two. Seven three, 73 channel. Six bottom, channel, single fin. Yeah. And um. Pacific Dreams one you stoked Yeah I was just like Oh well I'm just going to Go out there And i will just Ease into a few There was like It was like five Five six foot I suppose Where That was in Impossibles Yeah And um, it was sort of like Mid tide coming in And um, What sort yeah. of setup is that You sort of paddle uh, We've got an amazing place there yeah. The father in law's place yeah. And um, you just walk down You've got these Your own private steps Through the cliff yeah. And you just jump onto the, Into the water there and just paddle out this kind of lagoon and you, you can cut the corner at the very top of impossibles and then I've just sort of I've cut the corner and there's a set and then I've just snagged one on the first wave first day and then just went oh, I'll just you can just run with it and let it run off and then you get smoked but I was you you intentionally go down the reef so you're going further and further down the reef to get to where you want to surf but Oh, okay. To yeah, get yeah, down there, thought so yeah. I'll just I'll just jag one, yeah. and then and then um, make my way further and further down the reef. Yeah. So, first one just take off and stood up. I've just gone pig dog and got barrelled, and then got kind of cartwheeled in the barrel and tossed me off. And they all said, you know, I've, that I'd hit my head later on, but <clears throat> I swore that I didn't hit anything with my head, and um, I just sort of hit the surface of the water. And then, so you've gone over the front, did you go up and over? Um, no, I think I just sort of hit the hit the wall of the wave, and then and then just went down into the foam and got washed around a bit, and then come up, and I had a, instantly had a sore neck. Yeah, and then and then I've just I knew I had a sore neck, and then I've just duck dive sort of three in a row, I think. And then I was just shaking my head, going, "Oh, jeez, my neck's sore. What's going on with my neck?" And then paddled away from the breaking wave zone and got out the back and at this stage my neck's just killing me and then it just went boom and the blood the there was a subarachnoid hemorrhage so the the aneurysm burst in my brain did you could you tell something was going well you're in you're in such a state that you don't really know what's going on you're just surviving the moment and uh at that moment it just felt like there was hot lava like in my brain in my head it was just pouring like like there was a liquid lava sort of in my head. It was that hot and painful and oh my God. it was just like so intense. And then I just, <clears throat> my vision went blurry and I just passed out. In the water? In the water.
1: No shit. And I was out in the
0: back. <laughs> yeah. And it was offshore and there's a slight side current at impossibles. So it draws you down the reef. And um, so I was blown out and down the reef. And then... Um, And then i've just come to and i'm lying on my board still sort of half on my board half off the board like on my tummy Mm. the board's actually upside down i must have freaked out when i had that bleed and my boards i've fallen off my board and i've regained my board and i remember laying over my board and that's when i passed out and i've somehow just held onto my board or stayed on it and that's what comes back to the short board scenario It's like if i'm a six i'm a 510 maybe there wasn't enough volume to float me, you yeah, know? Yeah. And um, so luckily I'm on the 7-3 and then I've woken up and I just felt like I'd been run over by a truck. I thought I was, I thought I had a heart attack or I'd had a stroke or I didn't know what was going on. But you knew something serious was happening. I could hardly move. So to flip the board over it took me all my strength. Like I flipped it over and then I had to drag myself up on the deck and then have a rest. And then I just tried to lift one arm out and I just felt my long sleeve rash on. And just felt like lead. It was so hectic. And so I've done the full like backpacker style kook paddle, like one up at a time, splash, 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 like one after the other. And then I'm in the full closeout zone at Impossibles. There's like five, six foot closeouts. And I'm just going, Well, I've got to go I've got to get in. And then uh one's picked me up and raised me up and I've nearly gone over the front of it. And um and then the next one I tried to go, same thing happened again. I was like, "Far out! I'm gonna if I come off, I'm gonna drown." And then I just kept paddling like a full mong. And then one just came and it just broke on my heels, and um, lifted me up. And I just held on board with all my might. And then it I, don't know, I just remember wrestling it, just going, "I can't let you know. I've got to hang on, hang on, hang on." It just spat me out the front, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna make it now." It was full on. And then um then I just put and luckily it was that mid tide coming in and I've scooted across the shallows of the reef and into like a lagoon part where there's some sand. If people know impossible, there's there's a few little spots where there's sand and then um and then I just did a couple more paddles and got to the sand and I was just I was ruined. I was like, I'm in so much strife here. And there's no one around. No one around, I was by myself. Oh far out. And um and then I got to the beach and I f- couldn't really my my I just my, my body wouldn't function the way my brain intended it to do well, so you all that cognitive thinking like where things match up just not happening not, not happening. happening yeah I could hardly walk I kept like falling over and crawling and I cut my knees up on the reef at the just before the sand what can you remember anything you're
1: thinking there
0: nothing I was just like I remember feeling maybe a little bit embarrassed because I was like I would have looked like such a bit of a Gumby and and there was like I remember a couple sunbaking on the beach up right next to the cliff and I didn't even ask him for help I was just like I know there's something wrong but I'm not going to go and ask them for help so I basically got to the bottom of this did you were you worried you look, thought you might have look like you're hammered or something <laughs> <laughs> our crew would have been thinking what is this kook up to and then I got to the bottom of this surf hut stairs and I'm just like help me help me help me and then the Spanish crew came out and they were just, like, looking at me, and I was just all... They said I was just white as a ghost and um, helped me up the stairs into their hut, and they were all pretty... It was... By this time, it's sort of afternoon. It's in a sort of 4.30, 5 o'clock Arvo, beautiful golden sunset sort of situation, and I just remember they were kind of all on the bintangs and having ciggies, and there was a couple of girls there and a couple of surf guys, and um, they didn't speak that good English that one guy spoke okay English and then I was before I even asked for more help I just remember them all under my arms it was like you know one chick and maybe two guys underneath my arms hold me up and I just remember all the blood just draining out of my chest and my head and I was just I was feeling so not well and I just remember like looking out at the ocean and it was like these beautiful five six foot left handers with the sun going down And I just thought – and I started crying. I was just crying and I was just like, this is it. I'm done. This is – if this is my end, then I'm – maybe this is how it's supposed to go because it seems like maybe this is it. I felt I was going to die. I was just crying and I was just upset. And then nothing nothing happened. I didn't die. And then
1: I'm like – So, hold on. You were looking at the sunset, seeing the waves, thinking this is it. This is my last look. This is my last – Thoughts, visions of Earth. Yeah, of my life, as we know, as we know it. Mm. I just up. remember
0: thinking about my kids and my wife. It was pretty heavy. Oh, fuck. So you held up by this Spanish crew. That's yeah. going down. And then I'm just like, just snap out of it, mate. Like, you haven't died. You're not going to die. And then I just went into full, like almost like remembering clubby mode. And because when I was a kid, I did, you know, my bronze medallion and stuff. Mm. Talk a surf club, and um. I'm like just get it together and then so I'm like oh can you line me down please and then I'm like can you get me a towel and my neck was killing I was like I th- they thought I'm like oh, something's wrong with my neck I think I've broken my neck and um, they laid me down on the ground put a towel underneath me and they were smoking and I had to ask them to stop smoking because that smoke smell was just going right through me
1: <laughs> and they're on bean tanks yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah.
0: and um, <laughs> and then I got them to get a box of I don't know water or something like that a crate a milk crate I can't remember and put my raise my feet up and then the blood felt like it came back into my chest and into my head and I was like oh now I feel better and then um and then I'm like oh my wife Christy's we've got a place just over there on the hill at Padang Padang and um she's there can you please go and get her and and um yeah we am um, something's wrong I, you've got to help me in and, and um yeah and so then I struggled for a while i remember them just i was really dry in the mouth and i remember them just putting little bits of water in my mouth and did anyone go so then two guys went and they they went up this goat track cliff at um halfway along the cliff at impossibles there and they went up to christy and they found her and um she was tripping on it because sometimes you get random crew coming into our place there Mm. and they're like oh we've there's your your husband's been hurt he's hurt and um he's asked us to come in here and we need some money and so she's like as soon as that they were strangers and they're asking for money and and so she's quizzing them oh what does he look like and they're like oh he's got you know he's got silver hair and he's got a white rashie on and she's like oh yeah righto so then then there was help at our house my aunt ended up jumping in with christy and they got a lift and went down the goat track and found me and i was there and she was really upset and and then we had other friends who um are involved in the three-way involvement within this compound at Padang Padang and uh, Stephen Palmer and Michael Little were like really early p- sort of pioneers in the barley seed and they were there in the 71 or something like that oh, pretty yeah. early you know yeah. and um yeah so they were really helpful they were like amazing I can't believe like i owe them so much for like because they both you know c- can comprehend indonesian really well and so they organized the ambulance and um yeah and i was just hanging on waiting for that ambulance to get there and then the ambos came and they um and they asked me a bunch of questions i'm like oh my neck's really sore and i've got pain in my head and something's not right you know so then they got a stretcher and they 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 um strapped me down in this stretcher and then they've lifted me up feet first up the cliff and all the blood just rushed from my legs and my chest into my head and um at that point everyone thought oh he's probably going to be all right and then as soon as they started to lift me up the cliff I just started projectile vomiting like over everyone just spew was coming out my nose just like a hose straight out of my mouth and then everyone freaked like Oh my God, there's something majorly wrong with this guy. Dude, I'm getting visuals of a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it was full on. And then, so this goat track is an absolute nightmare. Full like razor back, kind of hairpin bend double double back thing. It's like, you know, and I'm 85 kilos, probably heavier than 88 kilos or something and um, of dead weight. And there was like four guys either side and they were scratching their backs on the cliff with like bare, you know, just boardies on crew had blood coming off their backs and we f- the stretcher flipped up on its side i've got i end up getting one hand out on my straps to hold my face away from the cliff and then um they've re-rided it and and uh so it was heavy just even getting out of there and then they've just the indos they're not the flashest first aiders so they have just like slammed me into the back of the <laughs> in the ambo and they're trying to do the hill start and they've like they've They've um, conked out three times in a row because they're in the wrong gear trying to get to do a hill start, <laughs> and then we got to the hospital, and um, yeah, Christy was following another car, and and then so it sort she of, couldn't uh, ride with you. It turned into a blur. Nah, I don't, no, she didn't. She didn't ride with me. I think um, just the Ambos did. Yeah, and she followed. Yeah, um, and then I just remember them. I was like on heavily on morphine for two or three days in Bali hospital i remember mozzie's biting me when i was half out of it <laughs> in the hospital not malaria as well. and the young young nurses were like trying to put a cannula in my arm and they jab me about seven times trying to find it and killed the vein in my arm i was i'd end up losing it at them and so you're conscious at this point yeah conscious yeah. nearly the whole i was conscious the whole way yeah so they were trying to get a an, an IV. Yeah, in arm. Uh, yeah. And they were just they were 14, 15 maybe. No idea. So and then um then what happened? Then I think I popped up the next day. I was like Christy was telling me that I was I was a bit more chipper and I was like a bit more alert and I was like, "Oh, I'm probably going to be all right, you know." Like we'll probably be able to still have a holiday and i'll just have to take it easy no and one to given you a diagnosis not really oh there was a classic with the diagnosis so they do they're doing scans yeah. and they they for some reason do a scan then they print it out oh the scan gets sent to somewhere downtown at cuda the do, they yeah, print that out an mri or what was it um a ct scan of my brain yeah and then they get on a moped scooter and then they print it out down there and then they drive it back to Nusa Dua because I'm BIMC Nusa Dua and then they read the scan from there and then another one gets sent to Singapore to professionals at the Singapore Hospital but their evaluation of that situation is non-compliant in Bali so they can't actually use use that as a Balinese recommended advice so <laughs> why it's just why do they do it I don't know this? just in case oh, yeah crazy. I think they just do it as a backup to see if they're thinking the right thing yeah but then I was just saying yeah you've, you've had a you've got an you've had a you've hit you've had a subarachnoid hemorrhage so you've actually hit your head and your brain's bled on top so you hit your, your brain's shunted to the side of your skull you've hit your head Like a concussion. Like a concussion and you've got a bleed on the top of your brain and you'll be all right. In two weeks, you'll be fine. You just need rest and you'll be fine. Mm. I'm like, all right. And then I just started... And then the next day, I just started going downhill, something chronic, and I was just like, man, I'm going to... I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I feel like I'm dying. You could feel it. I could feel it. I could feel the pressure in my head, like a freaking vice. And then Christy was freaking and luckily we've got good... um, connections with my old man he's really grew up and best mates with bill johnson who's a surgeon at the alfred and so through his connections then advised on who to what to do he's just like get get him out of there and um so did they see the results from the MRI? i think maybe at some stage they did i think they got them emailed back to the alfred and then they're like yeah get him out of there and then they organized a. um a medivac so then a plane was sent from melbourne but do they know to the extent or that's just taking it like let's just get him nah they that saw case. that there was a brain there was a brain bleed down they're like well out. get him out of there like that you can't have brain surgery in bali no and um well you either live or die so on that decision so that was the right decision yeah and then um yeah they organized a Learjet jet for me and um there was a doctor and a nurse on board and um, and a pilot and they flew from Melbourne Tullamarine straight to Bali and and then they we met them there in the ambulance so ambo straight from hospital straight to the tarmac straight in the plane flew to Darwin for a refuel and, um, and then I had like I had bloody pipes in my Nose My mouth You know Up my dick so you, was you, like you, you con- I was just like I was riddled You conscious mate. This
1: whole Conscious like, the whole time Yeah And the, the vice is getting stronger or The is vice it? is still
0: uh, That But It was a real relief When they arrived Because then they Altered my medication Because it was I think the Balinese series Just Morph them up Put them on morphine And the pain will go away But it just didn't mm. So they, they Really? Yeah They changed the the strategy with whatever the medication was and it gave me some relief and I could just remember the tension just out of my chest and my body just going, Oh, now I'm gonna be I'm gonna be alright. Maybe that's just a can I, like maybe that's just a feeling that I had because I was dealing with the Aussie crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so did they didn't swap the drugs, just the amount? No, they did. They 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 maybe had a different sort of cocktail, let's call it, of of drugs that yeah. that made me feel comfortable.
1: Far out. Um, yeah I do know that feeling of suddenly getting in good hands but not oh that it extent. was mate
0: yeah and then and then um, yeah then we flew from Darwin straight to Melbourne and they picked me up in an ambo off the tarmac at and straight into
1: the Alfred and then no customs no sniffer dogs nothing like
0: that. well that was the amazing thing There's no customs nobody sniffer dogs no nothing they're just like this is the deal within 24 hours the guys, the head guy, name was Jack, um, someone I can't recall. But, um, yeah, you'd just within tw- under 24 hours, he'd organised the pilots, the passports, the visas, the whole shooting match, boom, done. Medi- Medivac, boom. How amazing. So amazing. This is your old man's mate. Yeah.
1: What a champion. Mm.
0: So then, um, yeah, then we went into hospital, and I just remember the countdown. I'm just like, get me in there, just open me up. Saved my life. I remember the time just ticking down. I'm going where? Where are they, babe? Like when are we going in?
1: So did you know at this point that it was more than just the bruise, the bleed on the top? Not really. No. I just
0: knew that it was. That was bad. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I just remember when they were the kids with you. The kids, the kids were around at the in the Balinese hospital. I remember them having to rent a like stay at a hotel close by, yeah. and um, they didn't really know. How bad it was, I suppose. I I mean I was the patient, I couldn't remember. I remember that Christy would have been going through a lot, like it would have been hardcore for her. Her her story would be a whole another thing because she seen it from the outside. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then and then I remember just the countdown, like they'd put the you know, they were gonna put me to sleep for the surgery that morning. And I was just like I was just counting down going, yep, five, four, three, two. And then I was out and I was just like, yep, I'm going to be right now. I'm going to live. It's full on. And then I woke up and I saved my life. So how long were you in surgery for? Um, I think I was in surgery five or six hours, I think. Five or six hours. So they they went 50 mil forward from my forehead and 100 mil down from the top of my head inside the middle of my brain. So they cut through the skull. So they cut through the the skin that surrounds your skull, yeah. and they tear. They sort of slide that back, pull it back like a tinker. Yeah, like I don't know, like scalpy almost. Like they pull that back, uh-huh. and then they get a hole saw and they 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 cut a hole in your skull, um, a big round disc, mm. and they take that disc off and put that on ice. Like they're getting a, putting a plug in. Yeah. And then, and then they move the like it's in the middle of the, like in, in between the two halves of your brain, the left and the right side, mm-hmm. down in that, that, that gap. And they just get some tongs and push them aside and go in there, find the bleed with a arthroscope, I think it is, under microscope. And they just find where the bleed is and then they put a clip over the, the bleeding aneurysm. And then that, but, and that's the thing. Like when they went in, they took that pl- that, that disc of skull off the top of my head it was just all blood so they got a vacuum and vacuumed oh, right. all the blood out I assume yeah and then they've gone in and found the and found the aneurysm because at that stage they hadn't didn't even realise that that was the actual case that there was a bleeding aneurysm in there so they put a clip on it so I survived three days of a bleeding aneurysm in my own head people die within the first three hours really yeah 50% of people die with a subarachnoid hemorrhage. In yeah. the first three hours. Yeah, far out, man. Anyway, so yeah, so that's what happened, and um, yeah, then I was in hospital, and then I had a f- had a seizure, nearly fell off the bed. And this is the, they, they close you up. Yeah, they closed me up. Put the plug in, put the skin back down. Yep, put thirty-two staples across my forehead. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, then I just, I had like wild hallucinations about all sorts of things, but I think that was the drugs, but I don't know. After? After. Okay. I think. So after the, they've sewn you
1: up, you're back on the bed.
0: Yeah, it's and then the, I think it was just the pain. It might have been in before. It's a bit bit lucid, I don't know. But I remember them being like Negro, Afro-American kind of style people, strong, muscly people like this like a big round dome interconnected people over over my whole bed looking down on me this is surgery or this, this is, is afterwards this is I'm not sure oh wow. in between so
1: this is like a loose hallucin-
0: well maybe maybe i was just getting close to being dead i don't know it's pretty deep it's <laughs> i remember seeing mum and dad i remember being feeling like i was in hospital and i remember and above the hospital roof looking down through this glass kind of greenhouse style room and i could see them and me, like i can't remember seeing me but i can remember me being there and them like looking over me so third person yeah like out of body out
1: of like, body yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, fu- it's fucking trippy when that oh shit happens no, man. i've had it before when i was a kid but nothing
0: not oh. in the same context oh no i know i'm a pretty fair income guy and like i To have those strange things happen to me is pretty pretty weird. Anyway, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, well, fuck, hold on, we're not out of the woods yet. You're on the bed, (laughs) you're out of surgery. Yeah, and then then I was there for, I think I was in intensive care for two weeks. I was in hospital for five weeks all up, and then I was moved to Geelong Private for two and a half weeks or three weeks. And I couldn't walk in a straight line and... Anyway.
1: Yeah, well, then then I remember because then I bumped into you in bowing heads. Mm. And you were fanging around the truck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I remember that too. Um,
1: And you were back. You were off the booze. Yep. Yeah, giving up drinking. And you seemed to have a new energy. Mm. You were like a fucking bullet of gate. Oh, I was.
0: Pooch of Gromit. Pooch Yeah, I was back. So, yeah, then that really gave me a really, like, it's actually because things have happened since then, but those first few months when I was able to, I came home and then for another two months, I couldn't even get through a whole day. I'd have to be asleep by about midday for about three hours. I was ruined. It was like I was it's like being a child again and you're like absorbing all this information and it's amazing how the brain works but like even when I walked, came out of the car that after three weeks in rehab I remember I could only just walk around the, the hospital rehab building once and it was so intense like there was so much to absorb with sounds and light and leaves moving and car sounds and all this sort of stuff you just, it was like being born again and then when I got home, I remember walking across the grass, and it tripped me out so much because my brain would try to absorb every blade of blade of grass. My eyes would be trying to absorb all this stuff, and I had really—I can't remember what they call it—a photo. I had this light issue; I had to wear sunnies all the time. And um, yeah, and that took that took a month to two months to get over. But then after that, I was fine. <laughs> so you're hypersensitive to hypersensitive. everything. Yeah. Just. They say, like, you might have a, a range, let's put it into kind of like pie sort of shapes. When you're, you know, an ad- adult, you might have a 25% pie-shaped wedge that you kind of absorb and you can filter out the other 75%. But when you're... Um, when when you're in my situation, I was taking in over 180 degrees of pi... Of information. Of information. And that took months and months and months for it to creep back to the, you know, from 180 to then 90 and then down to 60 to
1: 25. Do you reckon that's what happens when you take drugs maybe? I
0: reckon maybe it opens up your brain. Yeah. Yeah. To allow the... Because what aren't we seeing? Because we're... What do you call that? You're kind of... um, I
1: don't know you. You um. I don't know, but I know that you know. Like people say that when you take, people say <laughs> 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 when you take certain drugs, <laughs>
0: that you're expanding your capabilities yeah. of thinking. Yeah, you are. Well, you are, and you see things in a different light because you're you're open to these other things. Maybe your mind, just in the way that we operate day to day, it's just. You, it dumbs down that that other t- twenty five to fifty percent. Otherwise, we'll be all running around. Did you see? Yeah, this you'd be this morning? frothing. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: hard.
0: it's a double rainbow. <laughs> it's raining again.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. All right, but then you've
0: come back with a fucking full lease because oh, were you charging? I was just going, Matt. Then, then after I was like, after I'd got through all these hurdles, and I thought, far out, like I. I was lucky to be alive and I my legs worked my arms worked my brain I could remember everyone I could remember old days and this and that and then I was just like you know what I'm going to be going all out now going all out and then there were swells in Queensland so I fly up there surfed up there I was down the coast chasing every swell here where did you get ways up north? Um, did the points there was point. there were points at Kira and Noosa Noosa so I did both those gigs and um, it was cracking and um, Were you surfing two mile before? And then I surfed two mile a few times, probably three or four times in a row. Did you, were you surfing two mile before that, all this though? Um, I was, but not, not not, really, not not as, not as keen as I had been in the last year. But I had, yeah, I'd surfed it a number of times. Uh, it's
1: pretty like, you know, next level. Yeah. Are you, what are you doing to train for that? Or are you just taking it, that's your willpower?
0: Yeah, but since I've real, I've learned a lot. Probably in that whole big wave arena is, I used to be, I just couldn't work out how guys could do it without kind of being consumed by fear. Like you just, it 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 would stop me. It would just, I'd be like, far out. Why am I such a pussy? And then I was just like, oh. And then I kind of got it. Then I, because of the internet and the social media thing, like you end up listening to big wave guys, and they're all scared. Mm. and I was like man everyone's scared I thought maybe I was the only one who was scared but I'm not and then and then you realize you learn to to understand that oh now I'm feeling scared I feel this fear and that's that's cool because I can recognize it Mm. but before that the fear would just get me and it just like zap me and I'd be yawning and I'd feel tired And I'm like all right I really want to do this but now I feel that I'm like, oh, well, there's not many things in life where you can actually go, hang on, I'm really scared. There's hardly anything in life that makes you feel like that,
1: you know? Yeah, I do. And it also means you care. Yeah. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that's what, how I look at it sometimes. Mm. Yeah, you know, I get fear with lots of things, but mm. it's like, uh, I always boil it down. It comes back to like, I care about this. Yeah. Well, you care about coming back in, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I want to come back in, but mm. I'm doing something that I love. Usually it comes around with someone. It'll be a girl, mm. it'll be surf, it'll be whatever it is. It's, mm. All it feels for me is around something that you like.
0: Yeah. I just don't... I just When I was in hospital and that all that stuff went down, and I was just like, nothing makes me... Like, I've come so close to being not being here, so it made things... Probably more than once, (laughs) but... Yeah, it it has been more than once. But it just made things to front up to things so much easier because there's so much bullshit that gets in the way, you know? Like social media? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, just poking poking at one of those things, but yeah. yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. Front
1: front up to things like what?
0: Oh, just like if you feel um, anxious about, you know, maybe talking to someone about something or people, I don't know, ...trying to chase up money off people... ...and the way that you attack things, you know? Showing up for life. Yeah. Yeah. So then that all went down... ...and I was like... ...I was feeling so good... ...and I was surfing a lot... ...and I've got my place down the coast... ...and I was just out there... ...and and then went for the last scan... ...and they're like... ...oh, you, you better come back in. I'm like, all oh, right right. And then they're like... They didn't say why? No. Nah. And then I'm like... ...then I went and saw a specialist... And he's like, oh, you've got the the clips moved off the aneurysm. It slipped up the aneurysm, and um, you probably you could you've got 50, 50%, percent. You got fifty percent of dying every year. I'm like, oh,
1: that goes up every year, or it's just about
0: the same about that. Like the clip could just come undone, and then if I bleed, I've got a fifty percent chance of dying or living.
1: What you just went through again. Yeah. Right.
0: So that was probably the most difficult thing because when I was in the, do the whole... You, do
1: you think you rattled
0: it around, paddling around too much? Mm, I don't think so. No. no, I never got... I never hardly ever get hit out there. You get caught inside and just dive down to the bottom and get washed around a bit. But always play it pretty safe. Mm. Um. Yeah, so that was heavy, and I'm just like, I went there by myself to this guy, to John McMahon, he's a specialist in kind of doing maintenance-style surgery. So if he finds an aneurysm in your head for some, you know, you've gone in for a scan, they go, oh, you've got an aneurysm, he can go in there and clip that aneurysm without it bleeding and going through all the grief I went through and nearly dying. So I was like, oh, no, no, I'm not doing that. I've already booked Bali. I'm going to Bali. He's like, oh, right. I'm like, nah, I'm not getting that done tripping and then i was so i was just like fully on the fight or flight so i was just like fighting him and then i've driven home by myself and i was just like oh that's freaking so heavy so he's
1: told you the clips are sitting
0: in balance yeah it's moved up and he he recommends just strongly recommends strongly recommends going back to have surgery surgery. he goes you got to go and have brain surgery again what you went through again yep so i'm just tripping Uh, i just thought i'd just slam dunked it and got out of there and then i've had to face this thing again so then i got my wife and you know took some sense in with me and let it because i i was in such shock i could hardly even absorb all the information he was telling me i was just in shock and i just drove home just like far out this can't be right and I was like, no, nah, we're going to Bali. I'm taking the kids to Bali. We're going to have a fun time, blah, 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 blah. And then I told Chris, she's like, you're tripping. Like, what happens if it happens again in Bali? We're going to be in the same drama. Yes. And then so we had to, anyway, so then she came in and and then it all made sense. And I'm like, oh, well, let's cancel Bali. And, and then the next week I'm like, let's just do it as soon as possible. As soon as possible, let's get done. So I was on the front foot again. And, um, yeah, that that really that was probably harder to to face as a man than the being in the situation of 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 dying the first time like because you know you've got to go through this whole thing again there's all these risks the main the main vessel that he was dealing with is directly linked to my to my legs Mm -hmm. so if there was an issue with that i wouldn't be able to walk and yeah
1: So there's all these. It's that delicate that one little area that if that just goes, your legs go.
0: Yeah. Fuck, oh, man. <laughs> so then I, I, it was a lot to it was a lot to digest. And um. Yeah, and then I knew that I had to go in for this thing, so then I went absolutely berserk. I was like surfing everywhere, and um went back out two mile and got an absolute couple of screamers out there. Because I just thought well maybe I'm never going to be able to surf again yeah yeah hey. and I had this date and the date was the date and the date was the 1st of June and that was that was inside a year of the first first um, bleed that was in Bali so it was on the 19th of June it happened in Bali and then I had to go back in for more surgery on the 1st of June so you the following year what size boards are you riding at two Ma? I just want to get a bit more on two mile. Oh, I fucking love that shit. <laughs> um, I ride a nine nine eleven, but it's um, I just find a little bit long. So I've just, and since I had this information brought to me, I, I went and ordered a new two mile board, like one I can turn though, like an eight six.
1: And so you take a ski out there, or you paddle? No, nah,
0: sometimes there's a ski out there. Do you paddle? Buddy's off? got a ski out there. For backup sometimes if it's decent. And then just paddle, just jump off the cliff and paddle out. Yeah. Or you can paddle out through the bay. Yeah. Which is the better option? Depends on the conditions mm. and your headset. But mm. sometimes it's better to paddle out and get a feel for it and see what's coming. And other days you don't really want to look and you just jump off the cliff and go. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's a, special, it's a special place and it's good that everyone else keeps it special because one of those ones where it's awesome they're, they're yeah no,
1: you, there's nothing about it
0: yeah there's nothing it's about, about
1: it. dl no and they keep it that way yeah it's good and there's no pictures of it in this microphone
0: no <laughs> and yeah most people would know where it is anyway so but um yeah so that's so then the second round of surgery it was just like yeah it was i'm glad it went well it wasn't long ago no it was like 50 days ago 50 days ago i was in i had another bloody seizure after it so what you came out of that one stapled up you stapled up i had another 36 staples in the forehead and uh, <laughs> got the kids to shave my head the night before because i did a shock and reverse mohawk first haircut when i was in emergency so this time i was like oh well, i'll get the kids to get the clippers out and they clip my hair all off <laughs> and then um yeah, and it went really well and they they doubled up the clips because I told John about my antics and getting up to mm. no good and he's like, oh, well. And then when I found out, it, it, I came back out, he's like, yeah, I put that clip on and then I put a clip on top of the clip so it didn't mm-hmm. come off. <laughs> so now I've got three titanium clips in my head. That's sweet. Mm. Uh, you got an X-ray of that shit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to. I want to get a picture of it for the wall. Yeah. So you come out of there three clips. He's having a gag. You're thinking Happy Days. Yeah,
0: Happy Days. And it is Happy Days. And now I've just it's it's such a relief. Yeah. So it's been a year of turmoil, really. I've got good waves in between. (laughs) Yeah, but but now I'm, you know, I don't know. You look really clear. Yeah, I feel really good. And um, I think giving up drinking's given a like me a lot more clarity and. It's really good for my brain too. Mm. So, um, yeah, we'll see how I go, but I reckon for the next at least five years, I'm going to turn myself into the best I can be. And yeah, you realise how l- life can be short and it bloody races away on you. Dude,
1: races away on you. It's crazy. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, every, we're all here doing the same thing and we all wake up, but, it's like, it feels like it's getting quicker and quicker. Mm. And everybody feels, seems to talk about it like that though. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's just us, life speeding up. I don't know if it's because we're filling ourselves with these gadgets. Yeah, I think so. Or that's just what happens when you get older. I don't know. But it's definitely like, seize the day, mm. motherfucker. Mm. Boy,
0: It's so, yeah. Anyway, it's... um. It's given me good perspective on going forward. In an actual way, sometimes I feel it's been a gift because not hardly any people have got that close. Maybe, maybe a few people. I mean, there's probably lots of people that have got close to being dead before. But to have that gift of some perspective is pretty amazing because most people, you just get in the car, go to work, come home, play with the kids you know have dinner with your wife and then day after day and you know maybe you don't get that really good perspective on life and things become take for granted yeah you take stuff for granted you do and it's easy to i've actually found this time around i don't feel that um like the first time i was so hypersensitive and alert and really just every time I look out the window and see the clouds and the, the world I was just tripping on it how, how lucky we are but kind of this time around it's probably not as acute but but um, I still want to make the most of what i got left for sure I reckon the next 20 years i got a good surfing and you know i probably just talk about surfing the whole time but that's what I've learnt the one thing I really love is surfing you've surfed your whole life yeah which you have yeah since I was about five
1: years old I remember seeing a photo of you when I was 14 or 15 you were dating a girl who had a photo of you Hmm. and I was starting to surf when I was 13 and she was showing me a photo of you doing a floater at Bird Rock I remember that. And I remember. And I had met you, but I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, you've always lived down here. And yeah, you've I've always, always lived
0: in. I've always lived in. I grew up in Janjark. We lived in a two bedroom house, four kids in one room, two bunks, and then mum and dad in the other room. And then we moved out to Jarosite Road at the. Just up the hill from Southside, at Bell's Beach. So pretty out there. Yeah, it's magic. It's the best best part of this area. So the old man like had this had his eyes on this block, and they all got they all went to auction, just on a on the bare bare block as you're coming up Southside Hill there, <coughs> and um and they'd sold them all off, and they're like, oh, does anyone else want to put a bid on any other blocks? And the old man's like, oh yeah, lot seventeen, I'll put a bid in, and um I think it was seven grand or something like that. He bought eight acres and it looked but he had his eyes on the ball there so it looked straight into the back of point Poinatus it's just absolutely magnificent and um, yeah I grew up there as a kid since I was about from about seven or eight onwards I think and then we just ride our pushies down to Jarosite mine and then a few snakes out there a few snakes but we used to like drag well, like before drag netting was too rad we used to have drag nets and we'd go fishing down there and wheel the wheelbarrow home full of fish and pretty amazing as a kid yeah. and then i had the arduous task of bloody riding down southside and back again surfing bells when i was a kid that's tough it was awesome though yeah
1: so um your grandfather was from down here yeah grandpa
0: was from he was originally from melbourne and um as as were nearly all the people from torquay they um torquay was the seaside sort of getaway beach town and um he was from Beau Morris and um yeah they had a house down here um just at the back of Janjak um car park overlooking Janjak beach and then he where where we are right now today he put the road in the Bells Boulevard road in and
1: was was there a road to Bells then
0: there was no road to Bells then he and um a whole bunch of guys like I think it was Al Reid and um Mo and maybe 80 and maybe even before those guys actually, he grandpa was a, he was an amazing dude. He was like he was an Olympic wrestler and no way really yeah he was unbeaten for twenty five years really yeah weapon yeah it was a weapon did he and surf yeah he surfed yeah and he surfed with I got photos of him and my nana on a board tandem at Torquay Point on a 16-foot hollow surfboard. And That's awesome. Yeah. He they, he started the Torquay Surf Club and Joan put together m- funds for the Janjuk Surf Club, started the Janjuk Surf Club. The original Talkie Surf Club was burnt down Good with ride. some sort of argument. I don't know, it was some sort of... Riff, right? Some riff and someone burnt it down. And um, Yeah, so it goes pretty... It goes way back. This, this land we're actually on was was originally my grandfather's and then it was my old man's and then the old man defaulted on payments and then so grandpa sold it to his mate George and then we bought it off George and so now we're overlooking It's so beautiful Yeah, we're overlooking the beach and it's pretty crypto See the heads mm-hmm. uh, S- um, Yeah, right So yeah, surfing goes a long way like there's not many families you know Dude, yeah, There's I mean, not many families that have got a third. Well, now my kids will be fourth generation surfers. Fourth generation, Janjuk talkie which is yeah, unheard of. Yeah. Well, it's it's bizarre that well even now my fam like my current family now. You know it's not not many um original Janjuk kids that have had families either. <laughs> like, male and female. Right. Got together. Yeah. Yeah. So That's awesome Mm. Dude it's good shit Yeah So there you go The Bali Bali freak out The
1: Bali freak out And you said to me earlier That you got another trip coming up
0: Yeah we're going there in A week and a half (laughs) 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 No it'll be good It'll be good to face To get back there And thank all the people That that helped me Yeah I can't I don't even know How I'm going to go about that But I feel like just to see him and thank him and give me, give him a hug and yeah, a lot of people it took a lot of people to kind of get me through that whole disaster. So maybe I'll give the old seven three hoyo a bit of a rub too. Oh, it's still around. <laughs> yeah, they they they, they found it. it. Someone left it on the beach, but then they got it back. It's at the house. So it's a hoyo. Ben Matt Hoy shaped it. No, nah, it's Brian. His old man shaped it. Okay. Doesn't have the big cross on the deck mm-hmm. No it's got the Pacific Dreams logo on the on the nose yeah, He right. used to have like an old Sort of 90s quicksilver sticker On it
1: I didn't know Hoyos That was the shaver. At... Yeah thing? he
0: doesn't I think he was only shaping for, for Matt Yeah right But um, Yeah he's a good Hoyos are free He's a good dude um, Yeah so we'll see what happens that's awesome. All good? I
1: think so. Yeah? Yeah. Are you good?
0: Yeah, I'm stoked. Boots, thanks. Oh, no worries. Love ya. Thanks, bro. Cheers. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> See the big picture, baby, I'll be leaving this gig with ya. Why don't we get a grip on this evening? You know, I'll watch you on my hip when I'm leaving. Birds do, bees do, I'll be more than pleased to. Get your high while I'm going down That's just an idea I'm throwing round Give me a chance, I'll give you the pleasure Cos we both know we not gonna no live forever way. I just want to live forever
1: Alright, there you have it, there it is, there it is Fuck, that's, that's something, that is something Am I wrong or am I right? That was awesome Um, I don't know, if you're anything like me Uh I'm going to go and make the most of this day now, Uh, I just got a hustle up phone call saying where I am, it's it's nice that I have a friend, (laughs) Um, with this new perspective on life I am going to charge out the door and go for a surf, Uh, it's Sunday, it's Sunday, yeah, (sighs) what a story huh, what a story, Boots, you the man. Thanks so much. Um, thanks so much for listening. If you've made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, have a good week. Have a good week. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Fuck it. Just be kind to yourself. And then in turn, that might reflect outward. Outward. Jeez, um, I can talk shit. Enjoy the day. Adios. Getting the better of me. Drudgery
0: and